It's the time of the season for loving. Hello and welcome to When Will It End? It's the movie podcast where we watch the movies. Today, maybe a little unorthodox, uh, we're not talking about a normal guy. I'm Josh, by the way, joined as ever by my co-host, Charles. Hi, Charles. Is this the time for me to come in, you think? It's not a normal guy we're talking about. Hmm. Let me, let's go over movies that feature normal guys. Okay. I would, um, um, here's one. Mad Max. He has a job. Right. He has hobbies. He likes to... He's a he's a motoring enthusiast. He He's a police officer. He's a murderer. Uh, well, that's normal? part of the job. It's part of the job. You think and, most of us are murderers? Uh, in a way. Emotionally. Okay, in great. a way, yeah. Normal guy. Literally, Check. no. Um, so, but like, no, I'm saying like, he's like, he's got a job. He does nine to five thing, doing law and order in the wasteland and... Uh, you know, I think he's sort of more of like a ten to two. You think he kind of gets a little, sleeps in a little bit, comes to the office, knocks yeah. it out, gets out after lunch. Oh yeah. Does ten to two include lunch? You think? Uh huh. Hour for lunch. Hour for lunch. Maybe really? even an hour and a half. He's feeling uh, adventurous. Ninety minutes. Yeah. Maybe he's got a friend who clocks in for him. He's like, hey, when you go back from lunch, can mm-hmm. you clock me in? Oh, you think he clocks in? Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know the system. Probably. I think he's for just salaried. I think he's just salaried. But but sometimes they make you still record hours, that's just a, for 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 I mean, like maybe budgetary like, purposes. Taxation. I don't know. Then reasons. I think I think that's not a clock situation. That's probably just a self-reporting thing. Where you yeah. Maybe, send an e- maybe he sends a wasteland email at the end of the week, being like, "These are my hours for the week." Other normal guys. Um, Aquaman's got a job. Works, Doesn't have Works a, for no. the ocean. Oh come on! This kind is of ridiculous. This is ocean. fucking ridiculous. At least give a, me something. Kind of like a like no. He has like civic duties in addition to <laughs> fighting the Manta guy. Well, he's okay. Is he on probation. Fine, fine, fine. Normal. Here's guys. a normal guy. Okay. Bilbo Baggins. Yes. Lives in Doesn't essentially the Berkshires. <laughs> but he's a Berkshire. Never Berks- he seems to like. No, he's an author, he I guess. Does he trade or something? No, he's an author. No, he's, he, writes he writes poems and riddles. You think that, that they live in a like a welfare state in the Shire? Yes, everyone. It's like Yang. They're all in the dole. It's Yang City. Everyone has a little, a little money from the government to do whatever they want. Yeah, and this episode, of course, brought to you by Andrew Yang's new political party. We salute you. Uh, you know what's better than a twosome? Politically, a threesome. Guess, politically, wait, what about a hold on third party? Yeah, what about a Newsom for president? That's right, Tawny Newsom is running for president. Oh, Johnny we, Neutron's running for president. No, Tawny Newsom. Tawny Newsom. She's an actress. You'd know that if you weren't sexist. Mm-hmm. Welcome to When Will It End? It's the movie podcast. We watch the movies normally. That normal guys. Jason has a you know there classic story about a I guy agree. who has, murdered at a young age. Uh, well, murdered a lot. Yeah, and then murdered. Keep coming back. As of the sixth one, a, a little bit of lightning will get his juiced ass up at the lake. No, hold on. Was, was that, is that four? No, that's... Four is the psychic one. I don't care. Five no. was the bad one. Six Which was the no. psychic one. Six is the fun one. Six is a good one where he's... Um, and it's lightning-based, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's dug up and, and resuscitated Frankenstein style. Yeah. So what we're trying to say is this. Unlike Aquaman and Jason and Mad Max... This guy that we're talking about, the Spider-Man. Oh, you finally got to him. Yeah, he's not like normal guys. Now, he may seem like normal uh, guys. I disagree. Okay. No, no, That's I like the this. whole point of this movie. The whole point of this podcast, really, is, is that, look, do we always agree? No. Yes. Wait, can no. I disagree with you there? Um, yes. No. 
Yes. No. Yes. No. 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 I can't breathe. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Does whatever. Who are you? Are you Kirsten in the jazz city? Boom, 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 boom. I was, I was, the uh, worst part of the first two movies that I've given perfect scores in Letterboxd is that there was not enough <laughs> jazz in either of them. Yeah. And this movie, I'd say we're getting a lot closer to the jazz quotient that I think is appropriate. And now, how are you feeling about it? Mixed do you, back. Do you, do you wish the jazz had been infiltrated earlier? You know they always say about jazz, you know they think it's the notes they don't play. Notes they don't play. Yeah, yeah. In this movie, it's the uh, the villain storylines they don't show. They us. don't get to. <laughs> What's so weird about Spider Man Three, which is like a much maligned film, is that, and I never thought I'd say this, all of the emotional, dramatic storytelling about three adults navigating getting older together mm-hmm. was really good. Really good. This so. I, I almost promised myself I wasn't going to have a controversial take. I just didn't want to be that guy. I'm always that guy. And I was just ready to be like, Spider-Man 3 is bad. It's a bad movie. And I don't care about it. I don't like it. I'm not going to defend it. Uh, it's my favorite of the franchise so far. I know that's weird to say because 2 is very good. But I think what the the problems came from its overcomplication of things, which didn't leave time for everything. But I think even attempting to do so much did more certainly than the first one and i think i really liked what it tried to do with the characters even more than it did in the second one well but i think i think maybe i think we're extremely close to being on the same page here. yeah i just want to make i just want to make it clear before you retort because i want you to retort but i just want you to know two and three are very close and i'm not saying two's bad i'm saying they're both very good i love them both i think if i might like this one more but it's like I to me this follows two so well where to me they both stand so far away from what the first one was trying to do. These feel like they're really successfully doing the three friends story. Well, no, I mean I, I, again it's like this isn't a bad movie. This isn't a disaster or a train wreck. Mm-mm. It's deeply flawed, which is my problem, because I, I so the promise of the first I would say weirdly the first three quarters are like great. And then the final quarter is just discordant and rushed and way too short and just kind of a mess. So potentially, I think this could have been my favorite. It's a little hard to overlook the fact that, like, there's no universe where anyone's walking away satisfied with the characters of Sandman and Venom who truly are fucked in this edit and, and in the way that the story is told. And, you know... One, I so rarely say this, so mark it down. Oh, I don't have any. Get a pen and mark it down. All right, I'm just going to open my notes. That's not a pen. Notes app. It's the same. It's Josh. It's the Millennials pen. It's the Millennials pen. And just so everyone knows, uh, we are recording this uh, on (laughs) with 40 minutes left of the trade deadline. Oh, that's a good way to know when we should stop. Uh, uh, well, no, it's it's yeah, it's close enough, I suppose. Um, Josh, any you should just be thanking me for letting you out of my dungeon and a little early today. Well, tonight is uh Jake Degrom's return to the mound, so I am definitely I'll be at the fucking door. The Mets so far have uh have uh, secured Darren Ruff from the Giants. He's an eight eight six OPS versus lefties, which we need because we can't have Daniel Vogelbach alone drag us out of our uh, doldrum against lefty pitchers. For I mean, which I'd we gave up J.D. That. Davis and some more pieces. 
I know emotionally people are attached to JD. He's had a rough season. He had to go. I get it. But we want Wilson Contreras. We need a catcher that hits. And the fucking minutes are ticking down. So during this, we will know during this record whether or not Billy Epler and the Mets pulled off what will like. Wow, this is the hottest stakes we've ever had on an episode. With Soto going to the Padres, there's I, it just there's. Can we make a, a predict? Lot. Do you want to make? I, a little, I don't know. A Things are crazy. I'm look. The Mets are really, really, really good. We're speaking right now that we're at the you know seven game win streak. Hottest streak of the season, some incredible games over the last week and a half. Both Scherzer starts had some incredible drama and great performances. I don't know. I don't think it's really all live or die on the trade deadline for the Mets right now, but mm-hmm. it's certainly stressful. So what do you think? If I, I'm going to predict, knowing almost nothing, that for me, yeah, this seems too close and nothing, it's not going to happen. Well, the thing is, Contreras has to go somewhere, I think. I don't know. We're going to find out. Like, I, I don't want to make any make predictions. It, no, you must. It's part of the episode. Hosmer is going to go to, oh, my God, the Brewers got Trevor Rosenthal, which explains some of this, because famously they traded Josh Hader to the Padres. What a crazy week for the Padres. Let's see. Deadline rumors. Okay. The Mets don't see a likelihood for a Contreras Josh, trade at this point. What? Josh, you're, I just want a prediction. And no, I don't want one. I demand one. I'm concerned we're not going to get control. No, that's not a prediction. Okay. I'm concerned. Here's my I'm prediction. Concerned. What the fuck is that? I predict. This is good. Everyone's on the edge of their fucking seats right now. That at the 2022 trade deadline, which is in how bell, many minutes? 30, which is in like 39 minutes or something. 39 minutes away. 39 minutes away. The Mets will sign from Atlantis, Mr. Aquaman. Oh, yes, himself. I speak of the Lord of the Seas. Aquaman? He mashes against lefties. Aquaman does? He gets on base. Aquaman, yeah, this is a good bit. Um, okay, well, he's so, a normal guy with a normal job, so he's normal guy, gotta yeah, go somewhere. He, he can transition right over, unlike the Spider-Man guy. God. Uh, so, uh, Spider-Man 3, we liked very much during the credits that we get the recap of one and two during the credits. It was like sort of felt like Jason adjacent to me where I'm yeah. like, oh, we're getting a little recap. Oh my God, That's I'd nice. forgotten about that. How like they spent the first like eight movies were just like <laughs> last time on camp. They, they just increasingly whittle down footage <laughs> yeah. for several movies into little vignettes, which yeah. I think is actually pretty funny. But this is funny because the first, the second one had almost the exact same clips and it took almost the exact same time. And then they're like, well, I guess we'll just skip to the end of two and show you like the three things that because it they really they really compact the. It's interesting the two though. It does make you realize that two. I'm not knocking the movie, but it's it's wonderfully simple in that it the story itself is very simple and allowed for so much to flourish. But for a recap, it doesn't have like, oh my god, I accidentally killed my uncle and I'm dealing with that trauma. It's just like the big scientist goes boom. Yeah, and and in this movie. Something of a scientist's son goes boom and then gets all melty in his face. Now, the thing about Spider-Man 3 that I found so interesting is that, I don't know if you noticed this, hmm. Tobeth Maguire does emo hair and funny dance in it. We can't. We're going we're gonna to kick off our... Well, I'm just saying, this movie, I think most people remember this movie as the movie where okay. Tobey Maguire... Yeah, no, let's kick it off then. Uh, ...gets emo bangs and a swoop and does sexy moves to confused women. Yeah. And I want to say, <laughs> in the context of the film, it's not that he's being cool, it's that he's being weird and women hate it. Yeah. So, it, it, like, the, the movie doesn't think that 
he's being sexy and cool, it's very much framed as this is not sexy and cool, but in fact, a man giving into his his ego and absolutely right. And it's it's. I think also what's changed for me is I saw both Venom movies, which are a mil. I'm not even exaggerating; they're a million times crazier than what we got in this one. And I know that I guess I I was under the impression that he was venomed, but I guess he was just symbioted. Well, this is part of the whole thing where fans of Spider-Man know that those are like complete huge arcs. Like uh, Spider-Man's experience with the alien with, with the symbol. I can't fucking say it. Symbiote. <laughs> Am I saying it wrong? Symbiote. Symbiote. Yeah, that's it. Sim- Simeon away. Um way. Simeon away. Um way. Simeon my way. Ooh ooh. ooh, ooh. Simeon away. Oh my damn the spider-man theme and rusted root listeners you don't deserve the shit we give you this is good you gotta grovel for more when's the last time a podcast you listened to uh, had an entire segment where a host sang part of a rusted root song it's not maybe not even over yet simmy my way yeah you're pronouncing it right Okay, so that's an entire storyline in the books mm-hmm, mm-hmm. onto itself. Venom is an entire storyline in the books onto itself. Mm-hmm. And I just, I mean, I know that we're dog, this is dogpiling criticism on a pretty poorly remembered film. So I'm not like trying to get no, credit No, let's start here, there. Let's get that out of the way. Obviously, attempting to compact uh, both the Venom and Sandman stories into emotionally satisfying arcs. We're like as we were watching the movie, I kept being like, "This is actually really good." The the core characters like have a lot of interesting things to do. Like as someone in my thirties, like it's it's interesting to watch this like this this dope grapple with because the beauty of 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 Peter Parker as depicted by Raimi is that he's smart but not that smart. He's talented but not that talented. He's he's not charming. He's not not sexy. He's not emotionally smart, which is like I, I don't know relatable from a high school guy who is emotionally stunted and you know um, academically smart yeah like he never grew out of that like most adults finally have those moments where like oh i'm 28 now i don't need to like hide behind my feelings anymore and peter parker all of them this movie is a really wonderful movie about them finally getting to these moments of forgiveness like it makes you realize i don't think i really felt the trauma of him losing his uncle in the first one you know he's sad he's angry he does shit but this movie really brought home that he's been carrying the baggage of a dead uncle for two movies and this movie really let him release that and that was great yeah and i think that the tracks were laid pretty well for sandman and that's part of the tragedy of him getting completely elbowed right. out of the movie just to cram in Venom. So here's in a what I realized. Deeply was unsatisfying man. Raimi decided that because this whole story is about forgiveness and healing, he wanted to have the story of Harry and Peter come together with a big fight where they fight against two other things. Like Peter can't fight two things by himself. That would be ridiculous. So they're like, okay, well, we introduce Sandman first, Venom second, and now he's got two bad guys that he needs help to defeat. And then the problem comes very clearly that they just don't have time to develop two villains. So one of them, you really like, I really like Sandman at the beginning. Oh, this guy's got, 
you know, he's got heart. He, I understand his problem. And just quickly, a sidebar on Thomas Hayden Christensen. Right. Mm-hmm. We agreed that, one, he has devastating, beautiful blue eyes. Oh, my God. And, B, he looks like a combination of Ben Mendelsohn and Josh Brolin. Yes. He's like um, if someone Photoshopped Ben Mendelsohn's head on Josh Brolin's body from Avengers. When I, and I don't mean to be graphic, <laughs> yeah. when I go to the sex doll store, mm-hmm. when in a few years I can buy a fully sentient sex robot, right. my description physically will be, and you can quote me on this. I will. This is this is word for word. I would like a sex robot with the face of Ben Mendelsohn and the body of Josh Brolin. Thank you. The thing is, I won't even have to quote you because that will be like the number one order yeah they'll be like, you can just like, point it's like a fucking combo meal no that's about to say it's yeah the number one at mcdonald's right yeah the, the i'll classic take the number Big one Mac fries and a drink uh this is going to be the number one they'll be they'll be like yeah do you have like a, and they're like okay let me guess face of ben mendelson body of josh brolin they're like yes what do you think your number two is Number two is probably J Law. Uh, I was gonna say a woman, actually, because I don't just think about men when I, I think about sex robots. I just said J Law. The Jennifer fact that Lawrence. you no, you, you meant Jude Law. We all know what you meant. We all <laughs> no, know you meant Jude maybe Law. Maybe you are thinking of Jude Law, sir. Oh, uh, did I do the Freudian slip? It's when you say one thing but you mean your mother. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, I, I mean, hubba hubba, your mama, uh, 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 my mom. Um, I think J Law and well, you want to do a man on bottom. Or... Why do we have to do centaur stuff? We got, like we have to like smush them together. Yeah, I we got to do five. We got to do all five on no. the combo menu. What? <laughs> it's more than five now. You've okay. been you see okay, these menus? They're crazy. They're what crazy. about a healing one? Chris Rock head on um, Will Smith body. Oh, that's so <laughs> and he beautiful. Can slap himself whenever he wants. Inside all of us, and I don't know who said this. Uh, inside all of us, there is a Will Smith and a. Inside all of us, there is a Chris Rock it. being slapped by ourselves, who is Will Smith. Yeah. And that is what... And they've both come out in public recently. Oh, my God. This is actually... That's important because Will Smith said he felt bad he hit his friend in the face. Oh, I thought you said he came out. I was like, wait, really? He's, they both They, they both, both came, came out? out after, after the, the slap? slap fight at the big awards show. They've come out. Wow. And I've never, and, and I love, it's it's beautiful. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. So that's combo number three. Um, maybe we'll... Uh, you ever sim- heard uh, in the Chili Peps, uh, uh, mm. destruction, breed of, uh, destruction breeds creation. Mm-hmm. That's that, the slap. Yeah, the slap. That's a song that... that a big that teenage song- Spider-Man with a baby inside getting high fighting Venom. Wait, he was pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's pregnant, but he's pregnant like a spider. He got a big egg. Oh, that's so, so gross. gross! Little Peter's popping out. S- somewhere freaking uh, uh, David Cronenberg is like, uh, yeah, I'm thinking I'm making my Spider Man. Wait, isn't that just yeah. John Wick? People are asking me, are you? Or am I making my Spider Man where Tobey Maguire grows an egg sack full of little Tobey Maguires? And I'm thinking, yeah, I'm making a Spider Man where Tobey Maguire has a big egg sack. This similar <laughs> to how spiders give birth by hatching an egg sack. What's it called? The Spider-Man. Oh, that's pretty simple. He likes movies like that. The Scanner. Did I tell you about him? Um, the Fly. My thoughts. I don't think I've told the listeners my thoughts on. You want to do a little Corona Corner? Uh, time for Corona Corner? Syndergaard might be going to the Phillies or the Blue Jays. If he goes to mm. Philadelphia, that will be maddening. Um, His new movie was so bad. It was so bad. He had like every scene was just people talking about cool shit and he didn't actually have any cool shit in his movie. 
You haven't seen it, though. No, I so, don't believe... In Cronenberg? In uh, supporting Canadian art, because so wait, in my mind, were... there's plenty of... Hold on, hold on, uh-huh. hold on. I know you and the rest of the mainstream media don't want to hear this, but I'll say it. Uh-huh. There are several American directors, and I think they deserve a little bit more focus and more energy from me, a red-blooded American, than some mm. Canadian guy. I've seen your blood. Yeah. Yeah. How would you describe it? American. Thank you. Yeah? Yeah. You're all... Uh, you you're, seen you're Cronenberg's blood? No, never. Well, well we not. Did, you know, we grew up in a household where um, we didn't believe in Cronenberg. Like, all my other... My mom was like, Charles, I know you're going to go to school... And everyone's going to be talking about Cronenberg uh, coming down. Cronenberg. She, your mom was like, Charles. Get the <laughs> Steve Madden. <laughs> yeah, that's my mom. Mm, Folks, that's my mom. She loves Quaaludes. Uh, yeah, I was just going to make a Santa Claus joke, but it's over now. Santa Claus is coming. Let's st- just Stop. <laughs> stop. Um, I uh, I uh, think that I think this is watching this movie. I had not seen this movie since it came out, which was two thousand and six. You say nine? I think so because we see a, a t- in the uh, the musical that MJ gets fired from. Mm, it says w- Tony musical two thousand five. So I think they probably filmed it around two thousand five for a two thousand six release. What do you say? What does it say? What's the story, friendo? What are you finding? Here it comes. Two thousand and what the fuck um what was i saying you were saying i haven't seen this movie since it came out in 2007 that's 15 years ago wow and i think watching it with that much time the hatred has sort of grown into a ball much like a, a a little snowball that uh, rolls down a hill and becomes a bigger snowball. Or one of those web balls he's always shooting out of his wrist. Exactly. That a little web ball is rolling down a hill and become a bigger web ball. Yeah, because it's sticky. My hatred's just like web ball. Yeah. So I was waiting for the moment for like literally an hour and 45 minutes. I'm like, when is this going to get bad? And it's it was a weird tension to have holding throughout this movie being like, I don't know when this is going to become bad. And the, the m- m- moral is that overall this is a good movie that i think it just i i don't know i'd love to get we should have got ramey on the fucking show because hey like, sam if you're listening don't be shy kid get yeah, on the show get buddy the show. we'll all wear suits that's yeah. my commitment charles got so excited he I got will, so excited maybe I'll just wear a suit to the next charles one. is getting up and leaving he's gonna go put on a suit <laughs> he's walking sorry there's a lot of gravel between him and the closet oh <laughs> And he just came. <laughs> I don't know why. I love maybe suits. it was the gravel. Oh, the suits. Yeah. I was like maybe the, the... Oh, yeah, I love a suity, gra- suity, gra- suity gravel. Suity gravel. Um, no, I'm with you again. It just sort of like was this very funny. Look, this is a two hour and 14 minute movie before 19 credits. 19 minutes. No, before credits. It, it you think it's only five? Oh, we, just, you, you we just looked it on the screen. Eagle-eyed Josh. Well, I get the big bucks Eagle-eyed. for my looking skills. <laughs> pew, 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 Look pew, at him. Pew, oh, pew, my God. Listeners, I wish you could see pew, these eagle eyes. Pew, 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 pew. I kind of have a headache now from yeah. doing that. <laughs> um, no, no, no. I'm with you. This, this just like, uh, I never say this, but this like should have been a three and a half hour or four hour long movie. And like, we, cause like, th- there's just such an obvious point where you're like, okay, we're about to cross a threshold where there's just no way on the clock mm-hmm. that we're going to get to some of this stuff. And, 
it's just it, it it's obviously out of necessity and it just pings the entire movie so i guess one and two feel so satisfying because they're relatively neat and i think that they give a lot of room for the villains to express themselves and to create really vivid impressions of themselves and their motivations and uh oh that's actually a great point i I will concede that the villains are probably doing the best work in the first two such great villains willem dafoe i don't know if i picked him as mvp but I should have God. Yeah, um, I better have. So, so it's it's more out of sympathy because I, I I think Topher Grace is really fun. I love that he says yeah. he says Spider Man, Peter Parker, making you look fat because you look fat, Spider Man. I'm not going to make you look thin. Yeah, punch. He's like, uh, hey, Spider Man. Um, everyone thinks you're fucking fat because of that Peter Parker guy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make you look skinny. But what's funny in 2022 is now that no one's uh, fat phobic anymore. We're right. all like, what's? I don't get it. They'd say like Spider Man's a thick queen. Zoomers are like, okay. Go make, make me fat, Peter. Wow. Am I sitting here with an actual freaking Zoomer right now? No, look at my pants. Yeah, they're too tight. Tight, tight, tight. Tight, tight, tight. Yeah, I'm so old. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm, I'm, again, I think I, I have a lukewarm take on this movie, which is that yes. it seems like the stuff that really interested him about those three characters, he does really well. Then it all kind of gets into this vice compression at the end, and things sort of start happening really quickly. And unfortunately, some of those strong beginnings are just not given the space they need to. It just sort of feels like Mary Jane in the sauce-tile dangling car thing. Harry agrees to help out. Harry, yes. dead. Mary Jane, See? sad. And like yeah. all these things that I really wish had had time to breathe. And what's just sad about it is that simply if it was a longer movie... It would solve that problem. I, here's, I have it. I have the Sam. You better still be listening. I have the solution to make this a perfect movie. You say while well, I check the MLB trade room. You're not website. even going to be listening to me. What am I saying? Just saw it to an audience. I totally agree. Talking. Uh, totally okay. agree. So what they should have done was this. Okay, movie opens. Ah, Star. Uh, Spider. Spider Man. Spider Man. And then. He gets into that amazing fight. The f- opening fight scene with um, Harry is really good. It's, it's so good, frenetic. It's weird. I initially felt like it was too much, and then it's just I wanted more of that. We were loving the sound design. Whenever yeah. anyone's Cling, head clong. bangs off the metal thing, so funny. Which happens a lot. And by the way, let me just say, in the final fight with Venom, the the the, the use the, the the sonic element really interesting. Loved that, and Venom yeah. looks so scary and crazy. It's clear that there so were really good. cool ideas with Venom, and if he had more than literally five minutes of screen time, it'd be sick. So here's the solution: get rid of Venom. Okay, we're yeah. That's where we're starting. So Harry still has his amnesia episode, which was funny and wonderful, where he hits his head and forgets everything and likes Peter again. And instead of what they did, which was have MJ's sorrow bring back his memory, what if he teams up with the Sandman so that the final fight doesn't have this weird Bernard being like, oh, by the way, I've been sitting on the most important information of your life. Yeah, probably the most objectively whack moment of the franchise has to be Harry refusing to help Peter and then Bernard being like, fun fact, bro dog, he didn't kill your dad dad. Yeah, and like, I oh, saw okay. the wounds and I know what a fucking skate bike sword No, but I love your like. idea because yes. then like, because Sandman is ultimately motivated Wait, I, by a I good fin- thing, him and Spider-Man can would I, bond together and okay. fight Harry. You're gonna alley oop it, or can I can I take it home? I don't fucking know, dog. In a way, you pass it to I'm me. I'm really for me to excited alley-oop about it. this. Then fucking say it, dog. So, um, so Harry meets up with Ed, who we've learned the opening with Ed is great. You learned th- and just all- sorry, just if you just oh, tuned my. into the episode, we're not talking about Mister Ed, the talking horse. <laughs> we aren't. 
No. Oh, shit. Boys, Spider-Man. Sure seems like a pickle. Clop, clop. I love eating sugar Mr. and it's ketamine. Fa- I'm a horse. <laughs> Wait, is that Mark? What's his name? Merk. Who's the, who's, the, who's the beamer? Mickey Hart. Yeah, Mickey's Hart. <laughs> Mr. Ed. not doing ketamine. No, but he's feeding his horses ketamine. <laughs> no, it's LSD. Okay. Um, so we, we like um, the Sandman. We yeah. Really, we like him. He's introduced well. He sneaks back into his daughter's house and gets yelled at by his... I don't think it's his daughter's house. I think it's his wife's apartment. Well, I don't you think have his daughter kids, owns Josh, that home. You tell that to your kids. I like but, how much you've learned about parenting from thinking about having kids. Yeah. They're going to own this house. <laughs> um, so they meet up, and it's talking to another sad man that we can empathize with who's doing bad things. He learns that he hates Peter again. They team up. They terrorize Boston. And MJ and Peter still have problems, but the whole, like, recreating the, like, oh, let's put MJ in trouble because that's what Peter hates the most. It's like, come on, you don't need to rehash that shit. Yeah, and then it also unfairly tears away so much from MJ, who's doing a lot in this yes, movie. she's doing great. I would say her best work in the, and then in the she, franchise. Exactly, and then it's, like, demoted back to being one status. So then it all culminates in this final fight between Peter, who needs desperate help from his friends Harry and MJ fighting Harry and the Sandman. And then halfway through the fight, Harry realizes that he forgives his friend, not because an old man lies to him or like doesn't just like, oh, by the way, I might know something. He actually has to dig deep and be like, I like Harry. I love Harry. I don't want to fight him anymore. That would have been so much better. There were so many ways to resolve this in a satisfying way, and you can just the end of this movie just unfortunately has desperation written all over it. Venom which is needs a to be in his own movie. It's like there's too yeah, much. I, I totally agree with you. Yeah, it's just it's just from the second they start to bring in the symbiote stuff, you're like, okay, how are we going to weave all? It, it's too much. But here's the thing. Yeah, I do like because the second one introduced maybe one of the best versions of a superhero movie about a guy who's lose who's loses his powers. I really like that he becomes sim. How do you pronounce it? Symbism. Symbism. Oh, what? Zubat. Zubatted. Yeah. As soon as he gets zubatted, it's because he is very sad and very alone. And he's like, you know what? Fine. I'm going to not. He's not losing his powers. He's sort of becoming the Peter that he's never wanted to become. So I like that they thematically understood what you could bring to the table with um a venom and a simba but i think that's could have been its own movie anyway we don't need it then yeah and weirdly the parts that people seem to make fun of the most namely about peter's transformation into dark emo peter i actually loved just like watching this fucking doofus navigate success and navigate confidence which he really hasn't had before and like all that i think i actually played well and I, you don't even need the the Zubat to do that. No, and like in this movie, they put a lot of weight on and the Zubat make him more cocky, and it's like, yeah, but he could also just be being a fucking cock, and that's just funny, right? You know? But I, I think if you're making a superhero movie, you might as well have a Zubat do that because then you mean know, that could it's just more be cosmic it. and crazy, right? Where do they? What were these guys smoking when they wrote this shit? It's insane, dope. It's just crazy. So let's let I want to just let me throw you something. You ready, dope. dog? Yeah. People criticize this movie cinematically for any number of reasons. It's got a bad reputation. Mm-hmm. When you think about the cultural contribution of Spider-Man 3 to our cultural canon, our, our daily discourse, 
the way that humanity communicates using images, references, allusions, winks, nods, pips, and tibbles. This movie has given us more than any other film in the franchise. Right. When you break down the number of gifable moments in this movie mm-hmm. that have gone on to be enduring, commonly used, like, yeah, visual yeah, yeah. concepts yeah. that are just part of the online world that we live in today, mm-hmm. this movie is fucking swagged the fuck out. Yes. This is, this there is, are so many gifts from this movie. Yeah, this is a meme lord's delight. Yeah. Yeah. And and you forget, like, again, James Franco, sex pest, bad guy, gross, gross, uh, don't be gross and bad, James Franco, uh, et cetera. Um, he really is just a fucking, he's a GIF all-star, and he's a veteran of the GIF wars yeah. after this one. Oh, my God, his smile uh, is a, I haven't said this, but he's got, when he gets his brain damage... And he sees his friends. He's just like puts out the best fucking smile. But no. But then when he's being evil, I think after when he yeah. starts, that's where it all comes together. That's where you get the 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 pie is so good moment. Mm-hmm. The watch the, in the opening, we have him with the with the theater glasses watching MJ moment. That's great. We have all. There's just so many like, uh, and of course, you know, Peter's legendary uh, sexy dance. There's just like so many little images from this film that do feel so enduring. So like, at, at what point, like. Do we harp boringly on the failures of this movie, of, of which there are many, or do we celebrate the fact that for whatever reason it's become part of our visual, like la- communal language that at least Americans, red blooded ones who love the cinema, like you? Well, am I American? Yes. Am I red blooded? Yes. Love the cinema? Yes. Have you seen Spider Man Three? Absolutely. Do we use gifts? Yeah, I guess. That's you. Yeah, that's me in a I mean, nutshell. You're just talking about yourself. I'm you're not just... crazy. I'm just Spider Man. I know. I am Peter Parker too. Peter Parker, two. Additionally, not oh, number two. The second one. Can they? Can the Mets fucking sign someone? We have fifteen minutes left. This oh, is driving no. me crazy. Now the Orioles oh, acquired no. Brett Phillips, which is fun because Brett Phillips is just one of those guys. And I would say the best television I've ever seen. One of the best televised sports moments of my life is the Brett Phillips uh, walk-off in the World Series. That okay. was fucking amazing. I'm so happy for you. Well, it's sad that he got DFA'd by the Rays, but I'm happy he's on the Orioles, a quirky, strange team full of character. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Boyd's. So they gave up Mancini, which is going to take the wind out of their sails a little bit. We're, they're windmen? Yeah. Their job is to uh, do wind. Oh, that's great. Baseball's... Um... I guess I understand it then. Not a fart, just like wind. Yeah, Jesus is stressful. Jesus Former is stressful. Twins. So what remember you, in this movie yeah. when, when Eddie Brock begs Jesus to kill Peter Parker? Yeah, is that a Christian? And you thing? asked me that, and yeah. I was like, "This is awful. I hate sitting next to this guy who doesn't this understand Jew. my faith." Yeah, you freaking you're nuts for uh, Jesus. Yeah, if I want someone dead or maimed, fucking I call him my thin boy. Yeah, I call him my ribbed out, blooded out. Yeah. Stabbed through the the hands and, and feet. Uh-huh. Say, kill that guy. Kill Jar... Uh, Jar... Wait, I'm sorry. Jarly. Roll the tape back. Kill Jarly. Oh, Jarly. Yeah. Oh, My sorry. Sound for- like, sorry. I feel terrible. I thought you were going to say Josh. Oh, no. I have a... a- a long running beef with my friend Jarly, and so And you want him to die. Her to die. You want her to die. Yes. Jarly. Sometimes. Not you all the want time. your friend Jarly, who I've never heard of before this conversation, sometimes to I, die. Sometimes, and then sometimes I want Jarly to have a nice orgasm. And well, I can't pray. Well, to, what is it right now? It I can't seems pray like to it's the death. I one. can't pray to Jesus for the orgasm. Isn't it crazy, like orgasm doesn't give out those. It's like the beginning of life, the end of it. Like God, it's all this is cosmic gumbo. 
Yeah, what about shit, though? Where does that fall into I don't know, combo? in the middle. Like, you shit. Shit a baby? You don't shit a baby. Okay. Well, I wasn't sure if how this gumbo worked. Where did the baby go? Oh, because, like, sex. You're talking about life starting. And, and crazy. Yeah, food and food and poop, though. There we go. They're in the middle. Of the, That's the cross. The, so the we have cosmic the, gumbo. The holy trinity um, is crucified on the cross of, what was it? Sex and death and food. Taxes. And food and poop and taxes right in the middle is the hammer. It's spectacle, testicles, wallet, and watch. That's pretty gendered. No, it's not. Women can have testicles. I win. Shit. You can't say anything I got, now. I got fucked. You're uh, fucked. How many much more time? I can't say anything. What do you mean? I was just unsure how much more time you want to run by yourself because I'm out of the game. Roll credits. You beat me. Directed by Samuel R. Ramey. The A's on the font were, were like very Stargate-y. They looked like a, a glyph from the Stargate. So you know, they gave a Stargate joke. I was thinking Bargate. It's like a... Gate what would that bars. joke be? I don't really know. I don't think I gave. Gate? I don't. Here think... it is. I got it. Okay. So it's like a sitcom. Sure. And they use the bar gate to go bar hopping cross dimensionally. Oh, shit, that's actually really good. Yeah. So rather than going to like but, a planet, but what's the motivate? Why they just they like to party? They like to party. These party animals. So rather than go to planets where everyone for some reason speaks English and just has like a problem with their crops that Richard Dean Anderson needs to fix, they just get blackout drunk on Jaeger. That's fucking tight. In another fucking dimension, Imagine bro. We to get to get fucking shitted on Jaeger somewhere else because we just came off our big weekend of getting you know going partying up in Vermont, mm-hmm. and it felt like we were on you know. I was like, I'm like, do you have? I was like, excuse to the locals. I was like, excuse me, hi, hello. Yeah, you... I'm from Massachusetts. Yeah, I'm not from here. He was very loud and slow. Excuse me, I'm looking for a hamburger sandwich you know what? but my friend ho- friend friend they don't have friends there. vegan no meat but i still want a hamburger no sandwich. dairy i still want one no egg stuff right not really dairy i guess dairy adjacent well no 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 dairy too no i'm, I'm saying that egg stuff doesn't fall into the dairy part no that's why you mentioned it it's as a egg third. adjacent no animal products there you go that's that's what I go through every time I order a meal. And then the locals were like, "What was he saying?" Oh wait, where were we? Uh, I, Aberdeen. Oh yeah. yeah, they saw they talk so funny there. Imagine if we took a, a freaking international trip. Do you think the world's even ready for Josh and Charles International? Yeah, that's the sequel. We we get to the border. We get to, we go to like the get our visas in Berlin. Like, what are you crazy boys going to get up to over here? You know, I hope it's not too crazy. Uh, just Jello bombs. Jello bombs. I like that our our, our mutual friend uh, Mike. I guess it's your friend, and you've given him to me. Um, he's obsessed right I now. With gave you what are him. those? What are those little little oh, buzz balls? Yeah, buzz yeah, balls. He loves the buzz balls. They're they run quite the gamut. I would say. It goes from just makes you feel insane and bad to tastes bad and makes you feel insane and bad. <laughs> yeah, the headache thing was real. Amy got hers first, and then I was like, "Oh, Amy, I'm sorry you had such a bad." And then I was like, "But like, ah! we're not we're not in college anymore. Where it's like at this point when you when we drink a blended liquor drink with that much sugar, yeah, it's the you sugar. Feel like shit. It's not the so alcohol though. Quickly. It's the fucking sugar. Yeah, I do have to say, I I regretted um, getting my favorite drink, grape nos, because. <laughs> When we were in the car together, I was like, this just doesn't taste as good. And then, like, when I tried to go to bed that night, my heart was just, like, going crazy. It was an aggressive choice because it was, like, close to dinner time. And well, I was, I was like, feeling sleepy. I, 
you know, got a little drunk the night before, woke up early because of my dog, went for like a two hour long walk. And I just was feeling sleep. I was like, you know, it's only four. I should probably stay awake. And then uh, I I just like thought I was dying. So I, I think I've had my last grape nos, which is a, a sad day. Yeah. Well, I think in, in a way they say we die twice. The day we have our first grape nos and the day we have our last grape nos. Why would you be dying on the first one? So it seems like Syndergaard's going to go to the Phillies, which fucking sucks. Sinbad the Sailor? Yeah, they got Sinbad. No, wow. Sinbad the uh, popular actor oh, slash sorry, comedian. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. He's uh, is a, in baseball. That makes a lot more sense. And good. Than the, um, and good. He's good at baseball? How old do you think uh, Sinbad is? 62. You're going to guess Sinbad is 62 years young. Mm-hmm. What do you think about saying years young? You I, on board with that? No. Okay. Own it. Sinbad, you said 50, 62? Well, whichever one's closer. You have to say which, which one. Well, I already you... said it, so now it's up to you to remember it. He's 65, bitch. I said 62. Yeah, you did. Yeah. He's been married to Meredith Atkins I'm good twice. at aging Sinbads. He was married to Meredith Atkins from 1985 <laughs> to 1982. It's like... Well, his sibling is my... Oh, that's her sibling. It's okay. like Benifer. <laughs> I thought that... Because... <laughs> Okay, so Meredith Adams has siblings named Mark and Michael, so I just saw the M, and I was like, wait, he married his sister? You're funny, dude. I know, it's You're having so a good crazy. old time. Well, it was so much fun to watch Spider-Man 3 with you. It was. You know, it's a little disappointing, but like, I, I think our big takeaway is just simply that it's, you know, the, the problems are obvious, and the other stuff is actually really strong. Yeah, it's really strong. Like, if, you're, if, you're, if you've been waiting your whole life... Well, I guess your life since 2007, since you already saw it the first time. Unless you're too young. I don't know. I don't know who our audience is. Are they all like eight? I assume it's largely uh, elementary school students who are fascinated by, what do these two boys think about, uh, which one, which is the, we did Spider-Man? That would be so fucking funny if all of our listeners were eight. Like we were just seven like, minutes we had, of the fucking trade deadline. like a thousand eight-year-olds that were obsessed with two um, sad, we're in our happy boys now. We're happier, but we're also, to them, we seem sad because, like, you know, when I was younger, you listened to, like, two pedantic dorks just, like, just doing this stupid circle jerk for no reason. You're like, wow, like, they, they've they just, you know, what kind of life is that? that can, you, can you call bad. that living? Yeah. But now that we're, like, at this point in our lives, we're like, it's a cruel, sad, exhausting existence. And the least we can do is, is talk in some part about one of the most under-discussed movies or- in the Western film canon. Yeah, Spider Man Three by yes. Samuel Raimi. Yeah, I'm um I'm so glad we watched this again. I think this was all in preparation for us finally doing an actual MCU part of the franchising. Though we are still two films away. Well, and then months away. We're not immediately diving into. I mean, unless you want to. No, I like I really want to do break. Garfield because I I want to mix it up. Garfield. Andrew Garfield, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I thought you meant there's like a Garfield franchise with that cat. Can the Mets? fucking do something josh they don't need to do anything yes they do no this is you in a nutshell it's all about acquisition you just want something to happen ferengi wait isn't that a a race on star trek it is yeah okay someone say it's anti-semitic but as a jew i say i for one embrace the ferengi what about wattos of the world that's fucking racist sorry i'm sorry watto is Staggeringly anti-Semitic. Like mm-hmm. that is really crazy. He literally has a bulbous nose and wrings his hands and yeah. is a slaver. Yeah, the, uh, there was it's a, not a great look. No, they, they even gave him a little yarmulke in the early CGI work. Yeah, 
And there's that one part where Anakin walks in and he's fully doing the the Kaddish. I don't know what that is. I'm, yeah, uh, goy. I just know about my Jesus who kills people for me, okay? All right. We, okay, five minutes until the trade deadline. I'm going to lose my fucking mind. You're going to lose let's, your bet, too. Shut you bet the me, fuck up. You bet me $100 that they were going to No, I didn't. No, I did not do that. Roll the don't tape. gaslight me. Roll the, I will give you $10,000 if they don't sign Mike Trout to a 200-year contract and all of his children named Steve Cohen Trout. Oh, yeah, you're see? right. I guess I, I owe you ten thousand dollars. I thought it was well, hundred in, in the next uh, four something minutes. Um, movie MVP. Who are we giving it to? Oh wow, Charles, take it away. <sighs> That's just my MVP breath. I needed a little um, time. Take your time. Take your space. I see you. I hear you. I be- I trust you. You're just watching your phone, actually. Yeah, because I'm watching the fucking trade deadline. You would you'd be okay if I just sat here silently for four minutes? Um, I don't know. Is it the MLB trade deadline? Do you want to sit here in silence for four minutes? I'll do it. I don't give a shit. Who's your MVP pick? Oh, we did say the J. Jordan Jameson is the best bit of the entire movie. Oh yeah, we got to we got to talk about that just briefly. <laughs> but that's it's it's interesting that the first half of this movie feels slightly like a. I feel like the editor. If I know they probably don't edit this way, but it felt like they were like, oh yeah, we got so much time, baby. Let's goof around. Let's have some fun. And it's like, wait, we only got forty five minutes. No, left? but you're dead right, and that's why like <laughs> these movies work so well because like it, they are so like they're the parts that are contemplative or paced carefully do engender yes. the sense of like again compared to the MCU, which flies around and is just like very gray. Like there's so much. All the environments feel very interactive and tangible, and Boston. Boston's almost like a character in the movie. Yeah, and J. Jonah Jameson has a new buzzer for his desk. <laughs> that that, <laughs> that bit. Is, we got Michael Gliven. Oh, you got to Okay, uh, we got right-handed reliever Michael M- M- Michal Givens. M Y C H A L Givens. How do you keep track of all this from the Cubs? There's MLB trade rumors. Oh, that's right, with that babe on it. The hundred sexiest babes in the world was an article. Yeah, yeah. On... It was. I actually wrote. I was trying to tell you, I wrote that. Oh. I, it ranks the hottest women of all time ranked. on MLBTradeDeadlines.com. I mean, hey, uh, M- Michael Givens giving. from the Gubs, uh, two six six ERA in forty innings pitch. How does he do against lefties? He's a pitcher, motherfucker. Right? How does he pitch against lefties? Oh, I don't know. That's Jesus not- Christ! Can you- Fuck! Isn't that a thing people ask? I don't know. I don't know shit about Dick. Who's your MVP for the fucking movie? Um, I'm going to give it to. I think we have. Uh, I think it, it would be completely unprofessional if I gave it to either of the two main villains just because they're not fleshed out even though I really like Sandman I think Sandman is a I wish he was fleshed out more because he's cool I'm giving it to Harry yeah I I mean he has the real journey in this where he goes all over the fucking place Harry goes everywhere he loses his mind he loses his memory and he loses his friends he gets his friends he then gets his memory he loses his friends he tries to kill one of them tries to kill another one and then he forgives it I think this was the closest that um, I would have given it to Tobes, Peter, Spider, because he really is doing great work in this movie. And I think, like, you've seen all the, the dancing happening in movies these days, Josh. Oh, they love it because of the TikTok. Yeah, because of the TikTok. This was pre-TikTok dancing, and I like that it's not, you know, like, the bubble. Did you see the bubble, the Apatow I didn't see the bubble. Everyone said it was, everyone described it like they were describing the bubonic plague. Sorry about I think away. the problem with most dancing in movies is that it's, like, supposed to be cool. And as you said earlier, it's really funny that they're like, no, this guy's just, it's like what if musicals happen in real life is everyone be like, why is this guy dancing and being, like, really cummy at me? 
and everyone is just disgusted with his yeah. behavior. It's sick. And it's in this, this is a movie where he beats um, his his girlfriend. He fucking hits goddamn MJ in the face in public. You're right, and that that's a big. That's where he loses. He puts the the black Spider Man back in the box. He's like, enough. I've hit MJ. This has gone a bit too far. Can so, I can I issue a um not a tie or I just want to issue a special award? Okay. for the movie. Um, to uh, who's the guy? With, who's the guy with big chin? Who's the guy with chin? The guy with big chin. Guy with That's not a great explanation. Got big chin and shoots guns in the early Raimi movies. Oh, Bruce the, Campbell. Yeah, Bruce. Fucking shit. Fuck. Come on, Bruce Campbell. He's mean in the first one. He's meaner in the second one. And you know, mathematically, he should be meanest in the third one. Yeah, he's doing. He's a little frog, doing his best. And I really like that. He, um. Bruce was like much in the same way that Arnie switched from being a cold-blooded machine murderer in Terminator to becoming the love of my life in Terminator 2. Bruce Campbell really turned things around and became the French man I want to be. <laughs> it's nice that there's you feel represented in all yeah, of this, which is good. Yeah, most Frenchmen are, are, are small and weak and boring and silly. And he's a, he's a nice Frenchman. Well, it's 6 o'clock. I don't know. I don't know. It's don't over. Know. It's over. No, no, you do know it's over. Everything that's happened has happened. Well, there's there could always be some sort of weird ricochet stuff. Nope. Like, someone's saying that they might call up Francisco nope. Alvarez or hot. Uh, nope. Give me the money. Prospect. Give me the money. Uh, one sec. I'm Venmoing you right now. Okay, great. And ten. Is this ten k or eleven k? One zero 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 zero. Okay, and send. Ka-ching! Um, my MVP for uh Spider-Man three. Oh boy, who I mean, we have to MJ. I think she did a great job in this great. movie. She was great on stage. I love Kirsten Dunst. She's great in this whole thing. Yes. Just seeing her navigate all this and bouncing between her old flares, it's very good. It's really nice. And also this brings like her story is really great. She's she's gonna be married to uh this guy who like every time she's like, Hey, my life isn't that great, Peter, he's like, You know what? My life's pretty great. Maybe you should just fucking cheer up. And it's like it's not good. Men, sometimes you got to listen. Man, it's you got to listen. It's, we were talking the Bechdel test in the first two because of how like painfully obvious it was that MJ wasn't really a, a character that they respected. And this is like, her story is just as important as, as everyone else's. And then she sort of gets thrown into a web at the end. But up until then, I think she's doing really great work. And I, I love your pick. When they're lying in the web together, looking at the stars, that's a great shot. It's over, good stuff. Over Boston, it reminded me of Eternal Sunshine. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, sorry. I'm reading that's, so... that's yeah from the yeah of I'm on my phone everyone well, no because it's fucking trade deadline no motherfucker. it's not motherfucker it's 602 it's motherfucker it's not done until the fat lady oh, sings that's... that's a baseball thing Josh it's 602 give me yeah, that we've ta- no we've I'm talked for 15 minutes about Spider-Man 3 it's fine who gives a shit whoa, um, whoa, 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 whoa. oh the back here's a breaking movie news the Batgirl movie's been shelved wait what yeah no more Batgirl movie wait what it's been shelled. Hasn't it been shot? Uh, comicbook.com reports DC fans infuriated, heartbroken over reports that the Batgirl movie has been shelved and will not release in theaters or on HBO Max. Wow. Sad Wait, news what is, for movie fans. What does shelved mean? Like, They're de- putting in, it away. Indefinitely postponed? Who fucking cares? They threw it away. It's Wait, gone now. You gave us the movie. It's gone. Move Josh, on. Josh. <laughs> My MVP for the series because I want to finish this. Wait, we're not doing MVP for the series. My MVP for the Sam Raimi trilogy. What? Okay. Screaming right, women. Baby, do whatever you want. Screaming women. Yeah. Women be Great screaming pick. in this movie. Not in the first one. No, they scream in all of them. Are you kidding me? 
Well, but the second one, it really picks up. The second up. one was a crescendo of female screams, and this one, plenty of screams. This was a lovely trailer. Let me ask you this. You Wait. hear, I'm Sam Raimi, oh he is. I'm going to make a fourth Spider-Man film. I do hear that all Are the time. Are you asking, well, then you're going to join Sam on this crazy walk down lunatic lane? Wait, can I give my series MVP then? You said early, you were against it before, but sure. You're right. No, that's a great point. I'm not going to back. No. Don't be a hypocrite. Nope, I'm not being a hypocrite. Fuck you and your picks. Fuck you and, and fuck me. Fuck you. No, fuck which you. is it, Josh? Fuck I don't know anymore dear jesus kill my friend jo- please charlie. jesus kill, please kill charlie. also kill charlie i'm kill. doubling up on the charlie <laughs> yes, charlie might die we gotta both kill charlie we should make a movie franchise so we can have the subtitle charlie might die that's a good what would it be Char- what would it be like stop the uh, the star spicers to charlie Spicer, must remember die him? remember sean Spicer? might die charlie might Die. So uh, you're not going to do? A no, series? I'm not. I stick okay. by my word, I, and I admire that. Um, so but what, I am. I am. Uh, I'm uh, definitely not asking. I'm actually much in the same way that today's DC youth is outraged and sad. Yeah, I am retroactively outraged and sad. I would have loved this. I would have loved a butterfly effect where the trajectory of Sam Raimi's career had been buoyed by a Spider-Man four rather than being like, God, the new fucking Doctor Strange was so fucking bad. Yeah, he didn't like it. And I can I just can imagine another universe where he was contented by making five Spider-Mans rather than having to come back and just like like a fucking dog pick up the pieces of of Doctor. Yeah, uh boner dick coming, but sorry, Toby walked so that you could run. That concludes our Sam Raimi coverage. Wait, are you at No. No, I'm not asking when we'll end. These were three really fun movies. And, Hit it. Uh, if this one, this one should have been longer. It would have been. This would be a five star yeah. for me if it was longer. Can I ask not... you a quick question? I know you want to go out the door. A question for you. Yeah. Would you? Because I'm sort of fascinated these days. I got to get a new shit bucket for my cat. Okay. Put its shit in. Oh, that's sad. What do you mean? Why is that sad? Well, I, I just don't like the idea of a wasted shit bucket. Well, the old one we had to get rid of. I know. That's sad to me. That's life, Ben. <laughs> Um, Charles stood to salute, pulled out a trumpet, playing taps for that shit bucket. Uh, I just have a personal history of shit buckets for cats. I, I, um, I'm not even joking, but I won't tell you about it. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, uh, did I uh, uh, roll the tape back? Did I ask? I'm not asking. Oh, but that was about you asking when will it end. I oh, think yeah. if we go back we're a little bit earlier, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm actually not asking about the cat shit bucket story. You're right about that too. Wow. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Um, with the release of Reffin's like show that was ten episodes, but he's like it's just a giant movie. But then also watch. I don't know. I just like. Would you prefer this to be a five hour movie experience or a three episode miniseries? No, a three hour movie. Just you just want another twenty minutes. You think that would have been enough? We just talked about how this is a two hour and fourteen minute before credits. Oh, right. So I don't know why I thought tack 40. on another four. Yeah, yeah. forty five minutes should be more than enough time to build out. Eddie Brock's evolution. Okay. I'm into, not even sure. I think Venom. five hours might be an appropriate line. No, that's too long. But uh, uh, yeah, there's just a slightly less rushed version of this movie, mm-hmm. and it's frustrating. And I get everyone who is frustrated with it, but at the same time, lot to love, yep. lot to love. Well, that concludes our coverage of the Sam Raimi Spider-Man films. Uh, just once again, a tip of the cap to all the women who screamed their throats out to make these <sighs> movies. It, they're really they're about so many things. That's about identity, about growth, about love, about friendship and family. Of course, Boston, the the, mm. where the city that, that Wait, always is sleeping. The, the Garfield ones. 
they're in Boston still? Yeah, they maintain. That's crucial. Oh, okay, he's, a, he's just a Boston boy. Oh, I know. A Dorchester that. boy. Oh, Dorchester. Uh, go Sox. I'm John F. Kennedy. Hoo-ah! <laughs> <laughs>